Hello and welcome to the Lifestyle Podcast, a place where we talk about all things holistic living, personal growth, mindset, career, and more. Here we have open-minded conversations that will inspire you to lead with your intuition and go from dreaming to doing. I'm your host, Erin, and I cannot wait to share this journey with you. So let's hop on into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Lifestyled Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. So I'm sitting down with Eve Mary. She is an evolutionary astrologer and we are talking all things astrology. This is one of my favorite topics. I'm just so fascinated by astrology. I find it so interesting. I find it so fun and I understand this isn't everybody's jam, but I personally love it. I've gotten really into it over the past couple of years and I've read a lot of astrology books and you know I've done the whole thing. I've looked into my own birth chart. I look into you know my friends, my family members. I look into their birth charts and I just love I love using it as a tool for self-awareness and I thought it would be really fun to have an actual astrologer on the show. Someone who you know practices it. She's been doing it since she was super young. This is her whole career you know reading people's birth charts and and talking about a astrology. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. And it's going to be good. Um, Also, I just wanted to quickly note before we hop into today's episode, I do record my episodes on uh, online, obviously, because we can't really get together with people in person. So this one I did notice when I was editing, there is a little bit of feedback on there. So I do apologize for that. But that just, you know, comes with the whole virtual territory sometimes, you know, sometimes things just just happen. (laughs) But I do hope you enjoy this episode and get some value from it. And please let me know your feedback over on Instagram or wherever you'd like to chat about it. And with that said, let's jump on into today's episode with Eve. I have like a a little notebook here where I've just like written down like things that I want to touch on. It's basically just going to be an astrology 101 because I feel like I've gotten pretty deep into astrology over the past couple of years. So I definitely know more than the average person, but I don't know near as much as someone like you would know. Right. So I'd love for this to be just a fun little intro to astrology and, you know, get all of the basics out there for everyone. Yeah. Before we get started, I would love if you could just introduce yourself to everyone. Let us know a little bit about your own journey, exactly what you do, Mm, um, all of the good stuff. Well, I've been into it since I was 15, so quite a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a book my mom, we were living in Nova Scotia at the time, and she brought me this book and she said, you've got to read this. This is amazing. Because she's a Virgo. And so she was just like kind of blown away by the accuracy of it. And that was it. I just fell right into astrology. I read it, that book, it's uh, Linda Goodman's uh, Sun Signs, very classic book. And I fell in love with astrology, started to observe everyone that I met, uh, really started with the elements. The elements are so fascinating. You know, are you an air sign, fire, water, earth? And and being able to recognize that in people was something that it started to really come alive for me. So I just started to 
like I, I often say I put the glasses on like astrology glass and I only see the world through the lens of astrology since then. So it's been a quite a long time. So I just started to read books and observe. Basically, that's how it all began for me. And then when I was in my 20s, incidentally, I was back in Nova Scotia and I found a teacher and I had the dream, like I, it was the full experience. I had seen her a post up uh, at a health food store saying, you know, astrology lessons. And um, I considered that and I grabbed, you know, one of the little tags and held on to it for a few months. And then I had a dream uh, one night and it was her essentially saying it's time, you know, it's time. So that day I called her and she says, okay, well, let's meet. And we met and um, she wasn't ready to teach uh, then because, well, she was, had been teaching, but she was going to go retreat back into her second home, which was in the country. Uh, this was in Halifax. And then she asked me my birth year. And then she'd figured out, I don't know if you know about, about progressions, but she checked to see uh, what was going on for me progression-wise. And she realized that my progressed son just moved into Aquarius, which rules astrology. And she looked up and she says, oh, it's time. And I thought, wow, you know, between the dream and her saying those very words, it was time for me to formally learn. And so I studied with her for a couple of years, learning, this is old school, quite a long time ago. So I learned how to draw up charts mathematically no computers in the houses then you know there were computer labs but um yeah. you know so I did the old school with the tables and the charts and the mathematics and just really went so deep into it began doing readings then and it's just been part of my passion ever since I've you know done astrology readings all across Canada now internationally now and just my online work is really rich um the pandemic has helped more people get readings online now uh, so yeah it's been a journey and it's such a wonderful self-exploratory tour tool mm -hmm. but one of the things I love most about it is it helps us understand each other better right we open space we go oh you know they have their mercury and such a such sign so they communicate differently you know so we 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 understand each other better and we understand what each other what we need from one another better when we really understand can go into someone's chart so it's a great uh, relationship tool as well you know, mm -hmm. all types interpersonal relationships yeah that's what I love about it and when I first started getting into it because I initially I thought okay you just have your sun sign yeah and I was like okay yeah. I'm just a Gemini and then yeah. my cousin is super into astrology and she okay. was the one who like pulled up my birth chart one day yeah she's like no you actually have three signs and my mind was blown mm -hmm. and from there I started getting into astrology so yeah. much more mm -hmm. and you know, I was doing, doing the research and stuff on my own about it. And I was like, okay, I think it's time to get my birth chart actually read. And that's when yeah. I had my chart read by you two summers yeah. ago. And yeah, I was just blown away by the accuracy of it all. Yeah. It's like, we had never met, but you were mm. telling me my whole life. I'm like, yes, mm. yes, yes. Like <laughs> yeah. that's, yep. That's why I do things. Okay. It totally yeah. makes sense. And I remember one thing you said in the 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 reading was that this is this this is our human nature but it doesn't mean we can't work to change these things about That's ourselves it. but if That's you can it. understand that this is 
actually okay. built inside of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can, you know, I can take it or leave it. I can mm-hmm. uh, address it and work yeah. to, to change it or, but then you understand why you are the way you exactly. are a little bit more. Totally. It, it, it just elevates our self-awareness. Like, and, and yes. I think consciousness is everything. So when we're conscious of ourselves, I often see the chart as our mirror, right? It's a way of looking at ourselves, getting perspective. We understand ourselves better. And then we, and then when we even understand the, the sign or the sign that we're working with or what the moon sign means in our chart we understand like how we can use that energy in the light you know or we can also fall into patterns with the tricky side of all signs so there's a spectrum there and we can choose it we are you know i believe very much in free will so i believe Mm -hmm. that we are to feel empowered by our chart yeah but don't let it control you no it does not have to no it's an empowerment tool yeah exactly so i kind of wanted to touch just on the basics of astrology, if you will. So, I mean, I would say the basic things are like your sun, moon, and your rising signs. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can talk about those first and then move into things like houses and, you know, it can go go on for for hours. Infinitely. (laughs) Yes. 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 Actually, that was one of the big draws for me was that the fact that, um, that astrology can never stop learning. You know, there's Mm -hmm. always something new you can learn. And as a kind of a a searcher, a seeker, and, you know, my personality with a lot of Sagittarius, um, I just, I'm always wanting to learn more. So yeah, if you are someone who loves to learn or research like Gemini, uh, it's just never ends but yeah the big three are the sun the moon the rising the rising is also called the ascendant so it's two words for the same thing the sun sign is our central part of our nature right so we all know our sun sign right that's just where the sun was when we were born and one of the things i like to say in birth chart readings is that the sun sign is an active dynamic part of our nature we're always moving more and more into our sun sign we should never look at it in a static way it's a development we're going into the sun sign we're always building it and stepping into it and letting it sort of radiate from us in a real live way. And so um, the moon sign, which I'll get into in a little bit, but the moon sign, we're actually more like our moon sign when we're younger, up until the age of even 30, you know, that's for Saturn return. We really are playing out the moon sign. And again, that sun sign is a a work in progress. And so in order to honor the sun sign, uh, I probably said this in your reading, but instead of just seeing the sun sign as a noun, like I am a Gemini, to use it like a verb, every day I must Gemini, right? That's a really active way of taking taking care of our inner solar energy and feeding it and letting it radiate so that we feel more healthy, we feel more alive, and we feel more in alignment with ourselves and our goals. So looking at the sun sign can give us so much information about our um, our path, you know, a path, uh, what's what we want to do, you know, and to really be ourselves, what we naturally feel like such an inclination to live out in some way. And the element is really important. I've our sun sign you know if we're an air sign we tend to be more cerebral and communicative and we care about the humanities so every element has something else and the sun sign really focuses on you know bringing that forth then we're looking at our moon sign we're um, connecting to a very deeper part of our nature we're connecting to something that really is developed very much so in infancy uh, our experience with our home our family home our mother in particular Um, so it is is the basis for our instinctual habitual personality it kind of runs the show (laughs) the moon sign is really key Um, and it also speaks very much to what we need to feel nurtured right the moon sign is that language that almost that love language that nurturing language 
something I often will say as well is that in order to really in your interpersonal relationships to know the moon sign of the people who you who are dearest and nearest to really informs us on what it is they need to feel nurtured because we tend to come from our moon sign tendency so we nurture in that way and yet somebody else will have a different moon sign most likely. And so they will need a different type of nurturance. So if someone's having a bad week or what have you, you know, your sweetheart needs that love. You put your moon sign on hold and you go into their realm of their moon sign to really meet them where they're at. You can understand the moon sign, but just Googling, you know, like what moon sign, you know, a sign, let's say it's in Aries or something. So you just kind of Google moon or Aries, and then you'll understand like some of the basic principles. Um, But then you bring it into the fold of saying, Okay, so emotionally, then this is how I instinctively express myself without even thinking. It's just there, baseline. It's also how we emote and our relationship with our emotions, um, and our, even the feminine principle as well. So the moon sign is very strong and happy in these water or earth signs, a little bit less comfortable in air or fire signs, but nevertheless, it can handle itself, right? So the moon is probably my favorite part of the chart um, because it's like we're speaking to some really deep level and it doesn't always get addressed when people first look at astrology and their sun sign, right? They go, yeah, yeah, that's me. They can relate. Absolutely. But then when you start striking the moon chord, you're like, wow, you're really seeing inside of me now. You're like in the inner layer it's like the onion right the outer layer is the rising sign then we meet the sun sign and the other planets when we get right to the heart of it that's where the moon is and something called the nodes um the nodes are really important too in the start type of astrology that I do so and then there's the rising sign and or the ascendant and that's our social mask it's how we appear to the world it's what we decide like that's the image we want to portray and it's not superficial but it is the mask and it's also the lens in which we see the world so we this is an interfacing type of energy we're also really here to learn a lot about the rising sign how to be that rising sign how to uh, make the most out of ourselves and our lives through the vehicle of that rising sign Uh, and it uh, like I said that's what people see first when they meet us and so you know this is this could be our calling card like it's how how well can we express this aspect. Um, And again, we see the world that way. So if it's in a lighter and more fiery um, sign, then we sort of see the world as a more fiery or enthusiastic or hopeful place. If it's in a heavier sign, then we we kind of feel that when we're looking out there in the world. I think the the rising sign is also quite intriguing because it really can tell us like, how can we be effective? Right. Mm-hmm. And this is like really stepping up into that, that sign. So those are the big three, uh, mm-hmm. our ego central part of our personality, our emotional nature and our social mask and our interface piece. And then yeah. it goes deep, deep, deep with like all the planets. <laughs> That's yeah. it. it Mercury deep. is really interesting too, right? Cause you know, Mercury is a planet of communication and our mind. So how we think and what we think about and how we communicate, that's our Mercury. So mm-hmm. it could be in a totally different sign than our sun, moon and rising. So then you're like, wow, okay. It's like, you know, you have something else to totally explore about yourself when you look mm-hmm. at the Mercury. Can you talk a little bit about the houses? Because this is a, mm-hmm. an important aspect to a chart too. So mm-hmm. there's 12 houses and each sign mm-hmm. is sort of assigned to a house, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that sign is, it, it's all dependent on when you're born, but each yeah. house is an area of your life, right? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the houses, yeah, one through 12. Um, and they do represent like kind of stages of life. And so when we're looking at, you know, it's kind of the journey as well, one through 12, like the, the first house is the house of self, and it's actually kicked off by the rising sign, right? So yeah, the, the, that's the body as well, the rising sign. And um, then it carries on. And it's like, okay, I am who I am. That's the first house. Then it's like the second house is like, what do I own? Like, what is mine, right? That's the second house. And our possessions, our money, uh, the house of finance, and our self-esteem and our connections. Um, third house, then we, you know, go there and then, oh, now I speak, you know, who, you know, who am I when I speak? And my mind is something else. And the third house also has so much to do with uh, travel and movement, you know, um, commuting type travel. Uh, travel overseas is the ninth house. But so yes, every house has its, its area. So if we have a lot of planets in one particular house, then that house has a lot of emphasis, or at least this the where our sun falls you know if our sun falls in the fourth house then that's there's a lot of emphasis then on the fourth house so that means fourth house matters will come up more um and let's say whatever house our moon is in that's where we also emotionally have needs uh in that realm right so it's expressed through the sign so as if it's a fire sign it's expressed with you know our instinct is to express with enthusiasm and um you know warmth right but if it's in a house it adds to that then oh but it really shows up let's say in this path of service if it's sixth house or a lot of my energy goes to my health and my routines if it's a sixth house moon right so the houses are another layer of understanding how it, how we express our lives mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and depending on where all your planets lie like I have mm -hmm. the majority of my planets all land in my fifth house and okay. That's, yes. that's where my yes. moon is. And I have like yeah. all of my planets that line up there. So okay. yeah, when I started looking into that a little bit deeper, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this makes a lot yeah. of sense exactly. within my life. It's a house of creativity, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like just need, knowing that there's something you need to, to put out there, right? Mm -hmm. You just got creative energy, you have expressive energy. And it's also, you know, it's about being spontaneous, right? And being alive and living with joy and, and letting people see that shining in some way. Mm -hmm. So that's the fifth house, also the house of children and, you know, our hobbies, you know, things that we just love to do. That's very fifth house. So fifth house people tend to have a lot of interesting things that they need to share and express. And that makes total sense with like my career and everything. And my son yes, is in my 10th okay. house, which is the ah, career house. And again, so, career is so important. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when I started reading my chart, I'm like, wow, how is this my life? Like, yes, <laughs> it's like so right. It was yeah. scary. It's, it's wild. I, I honestly, I have pretty much every reading I do and I've done many, I will have that wow moment you know mm -hmm. I'll be like I astrology it still astounds me right it's so incredible it's mm -hmm. such a wonderful tool it's so valuable and yeah the 10th 10th house is our career and it's also our mission in life and I mm -hmm. love seeing it that way as well yeah that's good yeah. what do you say just like rolling off that uh, because my brother is like so anti all of this stuff. Yes. Yeah. What do you my, say to mine people? Too. <laughs> yeah. What do you say yeah. to people who are like, oh, it's just a bunch of fluff? Because I, I don't know. I like it as yeah. a as a tool for self awareness mm -hmm. and learning mm -hmm. about yourself a little bit mm -hmm. more. And it's just fun to to get into it and have fun with it. But what do you yes. say to people? I don't usually spend too much time bothering. Yeah. You know, <laughs> to be honest, it, one of the things that's helpful is is to um, it's one of those seeing is believing. You know, actually like sitting here and li like listening to it for a while or starting to correlate and observe yourself like having someone who doesn't believe like giving them somehow a chance to do that I um I once lived with someone who didn't believe in astrology and by the time we moved out from living together uh, she totally 
believed in astrology because she was subjected to it all the time and started mm-hmm. to see like that that's not just a coincidence like that's just you almost call it you know you can almost name it before you know just to go I bet you that right because it's like you were sort of presenting as this and then they are that sign and it's yeah. just and they strike a strong resemblance to someone else of that sign you know and so after a while you can't discount it when you start to experience it Mm -hmm. um beyond that i mean astrology is ancient um and so this is a tool that's been used a long time before we really stepped into our you know our scientific or western mind the way it is right now so if you can sort of transcend just the way we're seeing things now you can also understand that it's been very valuable and it's worked and stood the test of time for a reason Mm -hmm. right there's a reason to that it's if it really there was nothing to it would it be going on for thousands of years yeah exactly as a tool I I feel like people were so much more in tune with nature like thousands of years ago too and they you know they arranged like for instance the pyramids of Egypt they built them in like alignment with the sun and how the sun sets and rises so it's like I feel like people in the ancient days were always very much more in tune with things and we've kind of lost that over time especially in western civilization totally we've disconnected Connected. Mm. And yes, absolutely. I think of that too. You know, when you think about the purity of the connection to nature and to the sky yeah. and the observation, and it's almost even energetically, like with all the, without the, all the electromagnetic energies, like just energetically, there's such a clearer, in such a clearer space exactly. to really um, almost like connect to the more transpersonal things yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's like how why do we think we're separate from the yes, universe the you know universe, we're absolutely. we're part of it <laughs> we're all part That's of it. stardust like we're all absolutely. living creatures here yeah I just think humans are so detached from it all okay so we kind of covered the houses mm-hmm. I want to cover the planets too because each sure. of the planets also yeah. mean something within your chart and depending That's where it. they land can That's mean it. something different yeah so we really so we did talk about the sun and the moon we consider them planets planets in astrology, mm-hmm. um, even though they are like luminaries, um, uh, the sun being the star and the moon being a satellite, but we consider them planets. So we look at those planets primarily, but we also look at Venus, another planet, uh, that's a planet of love, right? So it's how we love and what we love, what we value uh, in a nutshell, that's Venus. So we look for her for like, we're wondering about relationships, right? We look for her and we see her in the chart. What sign is she in? What house does she fall in um, to go deeper? into understanding that oh you express love um you know again if if it's you always start with the element you know to really kind of understand it but let's say it's in an air sign so then you you go okay so the way you experience love is you like it through the mind first right you like to connect intellectually right or you like to communicate and that will stir the heartstrings we look at that then we go to mars and we understand how we do things you know mars is uh, the active principle so he's also a very personal planet So he does really say a lot on um, what motivates us and the way we kind of go through life in a more young, like masculine principle. Also, you know, are we combative? Is it a strong Mars that's fiery? Then, you know, you have someone who's feisty, right? Or is it very demure in some ways? So then we know, like, let's say it's in Libra or something. So the way someone would express themselves is a little bit more diplomatically, right? So it really shapes that. For the sun and the moon and Mercury, Venus and Mars, they're all the um, more inner planets closer to to the earth so they represent those more inner parts of our personality then we get into jupiter and saturn and then we understand those um 
more of how we operate in the collective, like socially. Mm -hmm. And then we go to the transpersonal planets, which are Uranus, um, Neptune, and Pluto. And they speak to more, less important about the sign, because that's more generational. So everyone kind of born around our age will be, will have the same sign. It's also a whole fascinating study, especially the Pluto generations is incredibly fascinating. You know, what we kind of, these are our cohorts, you know, like, and we, we tend to like kind of deal with the same themes because we're kind of growing up or coming of age at the same time. And so it does shape us. Um, as a collective so it's interesting about the signs but we're more interested in those outer planets where they fall in what house you know so pluto wherever pluto falls like says so much about where we're like looking for our power and where there is a strong soul connection to the nature of that house because uh, pluto is very soul based so yeah those are the planets you know that's kind of the bones of the chart really is to like kind of go through each planet they represent different parts of our psyche so again mm -hmm. the moon is our emotional instinctual part of our psyche and then let's say venus is the the, the the relator how we are in relationship that part of our psyche mercury our mind etc mm -hmm. i also really wanted to talk about saturn because of saturn yeah. return are you when in your saturn return i just got out of mine and when i first <laughs> booked a reading with you two years ago that was when it started yeah. and i remember sitting down and you're like how old yeah. are you and i think i was 29 at the time and yeah you're like, oh saturn return i was like yeah. what? what is saturn yeah. return oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah after that i was just like on a spree through the google googling everything yeah. about Saturn return and I'm like wow this is insane this is exactly yes. what I'm going to Saturn yeah. return big so yes usually around the age of like 29 to, uh, 28 to 30 like somewhere in there and generally it's like the overarching sort of uh what would you say the theme of our life you know yeah. becomes very Saturnian around that time and um so essentially what it is is the Saturn out there right who's like moving around he eventually comes back to the place that he was when we were born so he's completed the full cycle and we're ready to start a new cycle, essentially. But it's Saturn, right? <laughs> so Saturn is the big teacher. He teaches us. He tends to mature us. And that's when we really officially become like an adult at that Saturn return. We've been around the block, full circle, right? We've had our lessons. We've learned things. And Saturn always wants us to do that. He wants us to learn and to be realistic with life and to live in a way that is, um, that is, you know, that is practical in some ways, right? So Jupiter, sort of his counterpart is the planet of expansion, you know, and anything is possible. But Saturn is the planet of contraction. And we do, there is limited time, whether we like it or not, right? This, there is like some form of reality, whether we really want to like that or not. So we too tend to, at our Saturn return, I call it report card time, we kind of feel like, okay, so how have I been doing for the first 28, 29 years? You know, where have I not lived up to what I thought I would have lived up to? And we feel the heaviness of that. We feel the weight of that, the, the, the reality of it all. And it's almost like where we haven't been disciplined because Saturn loves discipline. We sort of feel that as well, like as a kind of a disappointment or what have you. And we also feel, okay, I'm about to start a new cycle, whether we're conscious of it or not. I'm about to start like something else that's going to last another 29 years. How do I want to, like, what are my goals? What do I want for myself? How do I want to live up to... Um, you know, this, this precious time that I have here on earth. Saturn return can feel heavy. We t usually make big changes because we're sort of feeling like 
it's go time. It's now or never. Right. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, there is that pressure, but I, I made a joke once or a friend made a joke once, you know, we should have a t-shirt. Like I survived my Saturn return. I right? love that <laughs> because it's like, whew, you know, when you come out of it, you're like, Whoa, was that ever a time? Right. But when we look back at it, we go, yeah, that was also really important lessons. Saturn mm-hmm. is the teacher. He's here to teach us mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be negative. It's, it can be that benevolent loving teacher, but who teaches us in ways that are more stern, right? <laughs> Little bit more like you could do better, right? So live yeah. up, you know, step, big, up, step it up. <laughs> yeah. A big reflection period. And it's like, you don't just totally. go through it once in your lifetime too. You go through right. it again when you're closer to 60. That's right. Late yeah. 50s. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes the Saturn return, like someone might be lucky enough just that it lasts a couple of weeks, uh, but mm. a lot of people, it goes back and forth. So it's usually the theme of about a year. But okay. one of the things I like to say is prepare for your Saturn return. You kind of know it's coming. So, all right. So where do you, where are you dissatisfied? You know, where have you feel like you haven't lived up? Well, then get it together in that area. Mm-hmm. Then you will get rewards. Saturn also loves to give like well-earned rewards. Do you yeah. find that, I mean, because I went in for my first reading during my Saturn return and had no idea that was even a thing. Yeah. Do you yeah. find that a lot of people like unknowingly come in around that stage Absolutely. in life? Absolutely. Yeah. So many astrologers are fascinated by that. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's something about the Saturn return that actually brings people to astrology because yeah. there is a seeking that comes it's, it's almost like there's a little bit of a weight, you know, mm-hmm. on the shoulders. And it's like, I need something and I don't quite know what it is, but I need yeah. guidance because you are at a crossroads, right? So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I love doing, I love doing Saturn return charts, like people when they're in that, because uh, first of all, you know, it's an assist, right? It's a big assist. And it's also nice to know it's going to end. <laughs> you know, this yeah. won't last forever. <laughs> you're just in it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. But at the time you're like, I just need answers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, what's going on it. in my life? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, you feel that pressure. Another thing I wanted to ask you is if like for those who want to look up their birth charts, what would you say is like the most important thing for people to just overall take a look at in their chart? Okay. Well, um, so logis- like the, I guess what the logistics around it is, mm-hmm. you know, it's ideal to have your birth time. That's quite yes. important. And if you don't have your birth time, it's you, you can't count on what the ascendant or rising sign is. So that's really important to know. And even the moon sign, it's not a hundred percent. It's that moon sign. Cause if you're born just as the moon is changing signs, it could be the sign before or after. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's really quite important, but let's say you have that in like, let's say you have that, that accurate birth time. I always look at the elements, you know, we know our, our sun sign element, but just to see where we are stronger. Cause uh, all places that drop charts usually break down the elements right? Mm-hmm. for you. So are you predominantly, you know, getting to know if you're you predominantly fire or what are you lacking in, right? Uh, one interesting thing is what we're lacking in is usually what we try to find out there. So if we're really low in water, we kind of look for watery people, you know, emotional people, cause they kind of balance and fill us out. Mm-hmm. or we look for emotional experiences or we look to be around water like literally the the element so taking a look at the elements is quite interesting and then also yeah look at the big three sun moon rising right really get to know them uh get to know them well right and what house they fall in and that's the best place to start and start if you're really interested in astrology then start knowing that of all the people you know and start to see the layers and how it comes up uniquely um for everyone where it makes Mm -hmm. 
Love that. And, um, I wanted to ask earlier too, but I forgot, can you dive into the elements a little bit more? So there's fire, air, water, and earth. Earth, Yeah. Yeah. And everybody has a dominant, like for instance, I'm Gemini, so I'm air sign, but my chart is actually dominant in earth. Earth. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're always going to give like definitely big cred to the, 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 the element of our sun sign. Okay. So yeah. that's, that's going to be really important. If we just know that about our sun sign, we don't know that we actually usually have another element we're quite strong in. So that's why getting a, doing the chart in full can like break that down for us. If we are, let's say strong in air or we have dominant air, uh, then again, we are cerebral. We tend to operate from the mind. We're thinkers, right? We, we think about things. We want to communicate it. And also we are very, interested in people the humanities right and uh you can be quite logical and process things and needed to like filter through reason as opposed to other ways of filtering things Mm -hmm. things are more objective when you're an air sign uh let's say we're water uh, or dominant in water then we're definitely in the subjective realms it's about emotions it's about intuition tend to people water people tend to be more sensitive a bit more intuitive um empathetic um, and can, you know, kind of feel like they're looking for union in ways, like they want to merge to feel containment. So that's the primary feel for water. Usually they're the sensitive souls, right? And then when we're talking about earth, then we're more in the realm of the practical, right? It's like earthy. I, I, I don't want to just theorize about things. I want to make things happen. I want to feel things. I want it to be tangible. I, I usually vary in their body, um, really care about the wellness factor. Um, there's a desire to, um, to make things material, to build things, to start things that are, again, tangible. They're real, not just theory. Earth is sensuous, typically. Uh, the earth signs are more sensuous because uh, they're very interested in all the senses mm-hmm. and can be a bit more practical, uh, oriented in that way and uh, grounded, just those grounded energies. Then we have the fire and fire people are enthusiastic. They are inspiring. They're very instinctive. So they often kind of get the message somehow, but they don't always know how they get it, but they just instinctively know things. They can be usually quite warm as you can imagine fire and enthusiastic and inspiring to other people and there's a strong creative force right Mm. when there is fire and of course you know there's a shadow side to all elements right uh but you know sometimes fire people can be a little impatient or a little hot-headed the classic as you would imagine fire people to be yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah. so you also do tarot readings. Yes. I kind of, did you, so you started with astrology and then did you kind of move into tarot? I feel like there's always a gateway, yeah. you know, cause I started with yeah. astrology and I recently just got my first tarot set and I'm like okay. into so much of all this stuff now. Yes, um, I love it. How do the two kind of go hand in hand, I guess? Well, they're both like tools for self-awareness. So, mm-hmm. and, and ways of, um, you know, getting some perspective in a different, unique way. And so we understand like who we are and we also understand like what energies at play. That's like, that's in a nutshell. One thing about tarot, tarot is a really helpful tool or ally or friend, I often call it, for, for us to like, we have questions. It, it helps us to go into deeper introspective um, 
into a deeper introspective area when we're looking at the tarot cards and to go, oh yeah, that is part of what's going on here. You know, sometimes we can just get so caught up in a question or so caught up in a theme. The tarot kind of lays it out and says, you know, you're at this phase, you know, around this. Does that make sense? <laughs> and you can go, yeah, you know, that really makes sense. That's what, where I'm, what I'm feeling about this. If I want my outcome to be, you know, such and such, then I, that I need to really look at. Right. And I do think tarot is a helpful guide to show us the, the trajectory where things are sort of heading, but it's not written in stone. It's in sand, right? I, the future is becoming, you know, it's, I don't, I believe a little bit in destiny, but I'm more, I believe very much in free will and the power of our co-creative action that we take in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. So tarot is like on that edge a little bit of, yes, recognizing that, yes, the, it's sort of in the matrix. We're energetically moving in that direction, but, you know, where we are right now, we can shift where that goes. We can either feed that potential or we can kind of slow that potential down if that's not where we want things to go. And where do we need to look? We need to look again where we are at energetically. Mm -hmm. It, but there is magic in tarot, you know, there just is, right? It's, it's phenomenal. Like you can pull some cards and it's just like, how is that so accurate? It's such a synchronistic magical tool, right? Mm -hmm. To use and to, I think it also informs us uh, we might ask a question and then we'll pull cards and how we react to it also informs us what we're really feeling. Yeah. It's yeah. I like to think of it as a tool for your intuition Yes, because absolutely. when you pull cards and it just gets to the root of how you're feeling in that exactly. moment or what's exactly. going on in your life. And you exactly. can kind of, yeah, you can just see it from a different perspective, a different I guess. Perspective. Yeah. Sheds more awareness, right? Exactly. Awareness. So that we're more conscious so when we're making our decisions, it's coming from a more conscious place, having really looked at it from a different angle and also really, again, understanding where we are at or what we're, what archetype we're really living out at any given time. There's times where we are the impatient one who's really ready for a beginning. And there's times when we're really the one who's out of balance, who's really needed to find our balance, you know? Mm -hmm. So it also like said, sheds light on where we are on that journey, right? Are we in the phase, the journey of it's time to let go of a lot of things, right? Time to pure right sometimes it's that time right and the cards will come up and they'll repeat they'll keep saying that message until we go okay I gotta purify right now I gotta start to let go and close doors because uh, that's this that's the, the stage I'm in like tarot mm -hmm. can be really blatant about that sometimes mm -hmm. yeah I guess that's yeah. why I love all this stuff so much because mm -hmm. I'm so obsessed with becoming more self-aware and yes. you know yeah. stepping outside of myself a little bit yes. so often we're all just caught up in the day-to-day -day and we're not living exactly. consciously so that's a lot it. of these tools are great for for stepping outside of yourself and just getting it's that it. outside perspective and absolutely yeah they're I, I I don't know I just find them all so fascinating it changes our life it changes our life yeah mm -hmm. when we start to really see our life and see ourselves and how we're interrelating mm -hmm. uh, it changes how we live exactly and that's an incredible tool and you can think like, oh, that's why I made that decision like, yes. when I did that. And I'm now I'm aware. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> and I won't repeat my bad decision. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. You know, you know what you're susceptible to, right? Mm -hmm. All sign has that little tricky side, right? And sometimes it's helpful to just know that and go, oh, I see myself doing that. You know, I'm falling into that. Mm -hmm. So what's the, what's the way out? What's the, what's the energy? Where can I draw that energy into more the light or the affirming type of 
action, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so it gives us, it almost gives us a little self-manual of how to kind of live sometimes too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, And I, I always talk to people about astrology. That's wonderful. (laughs) I'm like pulling up people's birth charts when I meet them. I'm like, this is great. (laughs) It's so great because that's how we really learn is just by seeing talking to people looking at charts just Mm -hmm. even when you watch a movie right you can like google the chart um of like the uh the actors or or even if it's a biopic like the the character you know and that's fascinating too and you can start to see them come alive it's it's yeah it's yeah it's fascinating Mm -hmm. yeah I love it um I guess I'm just trying to be mindful of the time too would you yeah could you share with everyone just where we can find you online how we can book readings with you and just all of the all of the offerings that you provide as well yeah sure so right now I'm doing all readings online so it's very convenient um I so it can be it's pretty international now uh you can go to my website which is www.astrologereve.com and I'm also on Facebook as Eve Mary Crete and yeah I do the full two-hour in-depth astrology reading where I absolutely look at the sun and the moon rising we explore that we explore all the things around like the just the daily living but I go to something that's sort of coined the chart beneath the chart where we get really to the soul and the soul's journey because I am primarily an evolutionary astrologer so I really am very fascinated by that like that thread that runs through the life Mm. that that thread that where we really want to reach our ultimate fulfillment and so yeah that's the full chart that I do Uh, and then I do lots of follow-up readings with people because uh, people tend to love to go to their astrologer regularly (laughs) because there's always we're always evolving we're always changing and life is always changing as well as we are so there's great uh, it's always a great opportunity to kind of go back to the chart and also something we haven't talked about yet but there's something called transits and progressions where where we get into the forecasting right so so mm-hmm. that's part of all readings. Um, and I also do the tarot readings and I do teach classes as well at uh, the first few levels and, um, and then I do other things, but this is, that's more of my astrology piece. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. Astrology.com. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who wants to dive deep into their, yeah. their being so fascinating, I think everyone should have their chart read, whether it be, be by me or anyone, right. Mm-hmm. Just have their chart read once. It's like, a, it's a, just, it opens a door to the cosmos but like you you know it's just such a fascinating exploration of yourself and it's great to have time just to sit and have someone talk to you about you in a whole different way that you haven't had before so exactly and have it be so weirdly accurate when you've never met the person yeah how do you know all this yeah yeah like wait a second (laughs) what's going on here yeah okay that's awesome well thank you so much for coming on the podcast this was really great to chat with you today yeah it's great to chat with you too yeah it's always good to talk to Gemini. You guys are the best best sign to talk with. Yeah. (laughs) And that wraps up today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I also wanted to mention, I just look up my birth chart online. So I will leave the site that I like to use linked in the description notes for this episode. So you can look up yours. And as Eve mentioned, you know, knowing your exact birth time is pretty important to getting an accurate chart. So yeah, if you did want to check yours out and, you know, dive a little bit into it after hearing today's episode, then you can check that out from the link in the description. Otherwise, I really do hope you enjoyed this. I hope it opened your mind a little bit to astrology. Um, You learned a little something maybe. And if you enjoyed it, don't forget to give this episode a rate and review and I will catch you next week.